Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show, The First Who Report. We're back at it. We're on our off-season mode, which means we're on every other week now as we navigate these couple of weeks here of the dead zone between now and July 25th. So we are beginning our uh, camp coverage. Can't do this without my co-host, obviously, here as we talk Dallas Cowboys football. Mike in the house. Cowboys Corner, what's going on, bro? Dude, I, I missed my little box. It's been so long since I've been in this little box. I missed the chats. I miss you guys. Hope all is well. Let's kick some butt today. The Frisco Report. You, you only get it once every two weeks, twice a month. So let's get your dose in something proper. Yeah, shout out to brother chat box. Tavis, Ali, Ruben, Esparza, Asmodeus in the house. Domingo Mercado. Everybody, everybody. Shout out to everybody in the chat box, guys. We appreciate all you guys. So we're kicking off the series here. We talk about the training camp, a little previews here of each positional group. Every other week we'll, we'll cover uh, a, a positional group here. Mike, we're going to kick it off today by covering the offensive line, an area that kind of really affected the Cowboys' offense, especially down the line here. You know, we had a lot of musical chairs, people coming and going, rusty players, dinged up, and this sort of thing. So offensive line, Mike? Needed to be addressed in, you know, that first-round pick, Mike, Tyler Smith. Yeah, we know we – we I'm going to say – I'm not going to say we. I'm going to say you did fantastic draft coverage. And, you know, we had a good gut instinct that, you know, wide receiver was in the mix or defensive end or defensive tackle, tight end. We heard so many things. But you and I, we knew offensive line was going to be drafted. We didn't know who, but we knew that offensive line was top priority for that first round. And Tyler Smith was that guy. Um, and, uh, you know, they let go of two guys, Randy Gregory and Connor Williams. Those two guys alone combined together 50 penalties for this football team. Both of those guys are gone. Tyler Smith, however, in the NCAA was called for a lot of holding penalties. I think he was number one in the NCAA. So, uh, you know, he has to clean some stuff up. He's working with pros, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. Uh, he's soaking in knowledge. He's saying in his press game conferences or press practice conferences that, you know, he's he's uh, it's not too fast for him. He's, he's learning from great leadership. Um, so we'll see how this rookie, rookie transitions into the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, the pads are going to come on here in training camp now. You know, this is no longer shorts and, you know, shells and this sort of thing. This, this is going to be full contact, you know, offensive, defensive, you know, 11-on-11, um, 11 11, you know, situational football, you know, these, uh, these types of deals, man. So it's going to be interesting to see how the rookie shows up, Mike. But, uh, yeah, 
Lyle Collins no longer here with the Cowboys. You know, we knew they needed to address that left side of the ball there with Connor Williams leaving, like you said, and the 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 lack of durability of Tyron Smith, right? So this is something that the Cowboys are going to have to deal with. And uh, that being said, you know, we're, we're going to break down, you know, who we think the starters are going to be and where we might see some camp battles, Mike. So let's let's get into our slide here and let's go ahead and break this down, this down here. Shout out to everybody in the chat box, guys. Pound that like button if you haven't already. We do appreciate that here. So we're taking a look now here, Mike, at the offensive lineman that we have currently signed to the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we'll go through the names here. Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Tyler Beatrice, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele, Connor McGovern, Matt Farniak, Isaac Arlacon, Matt Wiletsko, Josh Ball, Alec Lindstrom, the undrafted free agent, Braylon Jones, the second-year player, uh, Aviante Collins, Amon Simon, and James Empey, some other uh, undrafted uh, college free agents. Okay, Mike, so looking in this left column here, you know, you're, 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 these are the projected starters, right? I think it's safe to say that, you know, you're going to go with Tyron Smith there at left tackle and Tyler Smith there. At this, you know, with these starters, do you feel confident that the, that these guys will get it done? They'll be able to protect that? Do you think we'll see an improvement in the running game? How do you feel about these projected starters here, Mike? Yeah, no, I like to projected starters. Now, we can talk camp battles here in a minute. But if these are the five, I think Cowboys are going to be okay. However, continuity is something that has to be part of the Dallas Cowboy organization. We had way too many offensive linemen rotating out, injuries, things of that sort. Um, and it, and you can, you've seen it in the running game. Um, you've seen it. Dak was very hesitant on throwing deep balls, felt like he didn't have a lot of time. He was dinking and dunking on a lot of these late games when the offensive line was really struggling uh, to to have five people back-to-back games. I mean, they, I, I think it only happened maybe once or twice the entire season. So there was definitely a shuffle of offensive linemen last year. But with Tyron Smith, we know he's going to miss a couple of games. Uh, Tyler Smith, um, you know, he has I, – I, I want him to get reps at left tackle, and I want him to get – 95% of the reps at left guard because that's where he's going to be playing most of the year. And the guys on his left and the guy on his right, Tyler Biotis, Tyron Smith, they need um, that familiarity. You know, they need uh, that communication of, hey, I'm going to pass this guy off to you here when I get this look, or I'm going to pass the guy off here when I see that look. So they, the, the offensive line is, I mean, you got five quarterbacks there. They have to have a mentally tough. And I, all five of these guys that are potential starters are capable of doing it. We've seen them do it, obviously with the exception of Tyler Smith. But 95% left guard, 5% left tackle, just in case Tyron Smith gets hurt. We all know that's going to happen. But the only way it works out is if they have the, con- the continuity there of all five guys. And then Zach Martin, pro bowler. Tyler Biotish, we'll see. They say he beefed up this, this offseason, so we'll see how much – he beefed up. And then, obviously, Terrence Steele, um, mm, he played good, inconsistent. They started moving him inconsistent, so we'll see how he fares. Yeah. No, Terrence Steele is, is one that I think fans are like, hey, it'll be under the microscope only because, you know, we we uh, got rid of Lyle Collins. 
Uh, but that being said, I think that uh, I don't think they're going to bounce him around this year. I think that right tackle is where he excels. I think that's where he'll stay. If there's an issue there with Tyron Smith, I think that the plan B will be, you know, bumping out Tyler Smith to that left tackle position unless Matt Walesco or Josh Ball just blows it out the park, which, you know, her early indications are they're still kind of raw, still learning their way. They're, they're not quite there yet. But Tyler Smith, in the limited snaps that he got at left tackle, you know, he, he stoned a couple of people. You know, he had some wins against Micah, Dorrance, uh, you know, Sam Williams and, and these guys, right? So you like to hear that. So um, I think that is the plan B, you know. My question to you, Mike, is as, as we navigate further down this, this list of names is if that's the case and you have Tyler Smith at left tackle some sometime during the season, the camp battle, who is going to be that left guard? You have to think maybe it's going to be Connor McGovern as – the lead dog there, but uh, how, how do you feel about some other competition there? Do you think that, it, that he would be that left guard in case there's a Tyron Smith and, you know, they bump, you know, Tyler over? Like, what do you feel about that left guard there? I It's it's Isaac Alacon from Mexico. All right, they've been developing this guy. They're keeping him around for a reason. Um, you don't count against the roster spot. You can use that against me all day long. But you don't waste resources in it in developing uh, your own player. Um, I think Isaac Alacon makes the 53-man roster this year, and uh, and I, if something was to go down, I and again I'm projecting here. This ain't written in stone, but I, they they seen Carter McGovern there at the left tackle at the, at the left guard position, excuse me, and they didn't like it. They were willing to settle for holding penalties than to have Connor McGovern get beat every other play. Um, Isaac Alacon, he's been developed. This is his third year. Um, he's going to see a lot of reps. He's going to see a tremendous amount of reps. And, again, it's all mental focus. So he has mental focus. The Cowboys got him in a lot of community events that down in Dallas. Um, so, um, you know, I, I really think the cat battle is going to be between Connor McGovern and Isaac Alacon for that left backup spot. But I think Alacon's going to win that position. I really do. Uh, that's a really good point, Mike, because you, you're right. You hit it right on the head. <laughs> you know, the, we, nobody liked what we saw out of Connor McGovern. The coaches didn't. They, they, they'd rather have, you know, taken the uh, the penalties with um, Connor Williams, which that's that says a lot. <laughs> that really does say a lot. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm not penciling in Connor McGovern as that for sure left guard backup. You know, I, I think that I think you're right. I think that's going to be the the battle there to watch their left guard, Connor and, and Isaac. Or I think they're going to duke it out there, and uh, may the best player win. You know, I, I think Isaac really has been putting in a lot of the what you want. A lot of the time, he's been working out with, you know, with uh, several positional coaches and and working, you know, outside the organization with with other specialists. You know, like with Duke Mayweather, and. Um, you know, you like to see that, right? So I think that's going to be a good battle there. To me, McGovern, he he kind of plateaued like a season two ago, whereas Isaac, you you do see the progression little by little, year three, like you said. I, uh, Mike, um, he's got to make the team this year. They, they, they can't hold him again. He, he, he doesn't qualify for, you know, um, you know, the international roster spot if he doesn't make it this year. So – We'll see where, where he goes, but I, I'm with you, man. 
I think that's going to be the battle there for that left guard backup. And that person's going to see time, guys. <laughs> Whoever that is, they are going to see time, man, because Tyron Smith, he just is what he is. You know, we know what's going to happen there, Mike. Um, let's talk about the, uh, you know, the center position. Tyler Biadish, to me, Mike, I think it's his position to lose. You know, but we, you and I, we talk about this a lot, you know, um, and not many other people are talking about this too much, but Matt Farniak, I thought, finished the year really strong. Is that the camp battle to watch? Does Farniak have any shot at overthrowing Biadish, or do you think it's Biadish all the way here? What, do, what are you guys feeling? I, I think it's going to be a tough competition, like you said. Matt Forniak came came in late a year and he, he played. He I think he really had a really good preseason too. Um, this is uh, a full off season for Matt Forniak. I want to see how much muscle he gains, how they got him built, because you can kind of see, you know, how players are getting built, like and and where they want him to play. If he looks like a left guard, he's gonna play like a left guard. If he looks like a center, he's gonna play like a center. Um, Travis Frederick was the ideal center physique. Right, so he, if he's looking like Travis Frederick, um, one of these two guys, they, they probably both do have that physique, like old seventy-two. But um, Matt Forniak, uh, Tyler Biedish, and I'm gonna throw a wrench at you here, Joe. I'm gonna throw a wrench at you. I think Connor McGovern is gonna see snaps at center, uh, a lot of rotation. Three only three preseason only three preseason games, so you're gonna see a lot of rotation. Um, but I'm going to throw those three guys at some center competition. Can Beatish, uh be ready for that competition, or does he fear for his job? If he fears for his job, Joe, he's going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, th- this is a critical year for him, right? Year three, this is this is where you, basically you're going to make your money. You're either going to you know, show that uh, you're on your way to getting a second contract with this team or – are you going to fall on the wayside like a Connor Williams, where you know you, you he they are what they are? So I think it's it's a big uh, battle there. I like Biadish, uh, Farniak. I think um, I think he's going to give a, a good battle there. You know what I mean? And obviously you have Alec Lindstrom and, and and Braylon Jones. These guys have that flex for for guard and, and center that sort of thing. But we'll see there, Mike. Um, Let's talk about like these depth guys. We already talked about Isaac. Let's talk about uh, Matt Willetsko, Josh Ball, and the rest of these guys here. Matt Willetsko, you know, a, a, a day three selection here for the Cowboys. You know, a semi steal in, in some regards. You know, to, depending on who you talk to. You know, a senior bowl standout. You know what I mean? And uh, really, they liked his length. You know, very long arms, thirty-six inch arms. You know, six seven. I mean, he's a really big human being out there. So, you know, the footwork obviously needs need some work there. But where do you think Matt Walesco fits into this Cowboys offensive room here? Do you have him making yeah. team left side, right side? What, what do you think about Matt here as we get to camp? When we did our draft breakdown, I, I really thought Walesco would be playing at the right position. And he's not. They got in during this OTAs and rookie minute games. They had him on the left side. Um, I'm not shocked. They're the, they're the coaches. They're professionals. But I had him projected as a right tackle. And he, with his body, with his length, I can understand left tackle. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm I'm wrong. I'm human. So Matt Walesco on the left side. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to beat out Tyron Smith, right? 
Um, unless he gets traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's being rumored, right? Not happening. Um, no. And then uh, Josh Ball, the right side is where he's been. Um, Josh Ball, this is his second year. One thing Josh Ball has over Matt Walesco is, is a year under his belt in the National Football League, right? Things for Josh Ball, learning, being redshirted, uh, understanding the speed of the game, understanding film. I mean, he's in the film room with – professionals like Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, uh, Lyle Collins, you know, he was in there too, right? So he was able to learn uh, from some good people, a lot of starters, Connor, Connor Williams at that too. I mean, the film room, you don't know how good he is, right? Studying the film, but playing, not so much. So Josh Ball has a notch over Walesco, and uh, I think Walesco, left side now, Josh Ball, the right side, and uh, there's a competition for that swing tackle, and one of these guys – could be that swing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's that's what it is. It's really the the swing guys here, you know. But I think these swing guys, they're almost like your option C, right? We talk about Tyron if he gets hurt, probably kicking out Tyler to that left tackle, and these guys are your option C and D, right? I, th- I think that's what what's going to happen there. But Matt Lesko. Yeah, man, if, if he can show up, man, and it can give you some good snaps, I mean, he's definitely going to get a shot. I think him and Ball are going to get a really good look here in the preseason. We know Tyron's not going to play the preseason, right? He Absolutely just isn't. Not. He never does. He won't. You you got to bubble wrap the guy, right? So, uh, well, let's go and Ball. They're going to have their opportunities, you know what I mean? And, and if they can really hold it down in the preseason, and I know it's only three games, but it's under the lights, right? We always talk about do they crumble under the lights? We see with with wide receivers, a- any position, you know, it's it's different from being on the practice field to in these stadiums in the big lights. Some of these guys just can't hack it, right? So that, that's going to be important for me. How do they look when the lights come on? But yeah, man, Josh Ball, year two, like you said, Mike. I think um, you know if he if he got stronger, I think that's what the Cowboys wanted him to really get stronger what was really what they wanted to concentrate if he did that you know i, I think that uh, he'll definitely be in the mix at the right tackle you know what i mean mike and um they asked the, they asked the cowboys here po- in the post draft you know and jerry basically said you know we're, we're not bringing in you know veteran tackles we, we have the guys here now so they're definitely very confident in these guys so we'll see how it shakes out mike but it's gonna be some good battles there between well let's go and Josh Ball, definitely for, you know, those swing tackle positions, Mike. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about Alec Lindstrom. Uh, a lot of early fanfare here. And obviously, whenever undrafted players come in, you know, oh, who, who, who did we get in undrafted? It's almost like they're talked about more than your <laughs> primary draft pick sometimes, right? Like it's a little overhyped and things like that. So Alec Lindstrom, to me, Mike, you know, out of Boston College, very raw, undrafted for a reason. Um, does he have a shot at – does he have any shot at the center position here? I mean, he could. I mean, and this is a little cliche and out of pocket, but, you know, Dak Prescott didn't have a chance with Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott or with Kellen Moore and Tony Romo, right? Injuries got Dak Prescott where he was in the starting lineup. And, uh, you know, you never know what can happen. I know there's a big fanfare around Lindstrom, um, but I mean he could get an opportunity. He could see a lot of opportunities. All all he all it has to do is for one or two day, 
one or two guys to go down. Cowboys might panic, pick up a veteran center. But having said that, he can go in and make the most of his opportunities, and we'll see where he goes from there. Yeah, that's really what's going to come down to, especially for the, these final guys that we talk about. Braylon Jones, Mike, um, and, and, and I'm with you 100% on what you said about Alec Lindstrom, 100%. Like, I think he's a long shot, you know, practice squad, possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Braylon Jones, Mike, I, I I liked how he looked in the preseason last year. Out of uh, out of Houston, uh, U of H, they gave him a good look at center, guard, and I think he'll be, you know, this, this type of flex kind of guy that the Cowboys like, you know, a guy that can give you some flex at center and guard. Uh, year two for him for the Cowboys, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where he ultimately ends up with this team. You know, um, we talked about Farniak and and, and I, we talked about Matt, you know, and uh, Connor McGovern and Isaac. I think Brandon Jones could sneak into this conversation if, if he really balls out here. Mike, what, what's your thoughts on Braylon Jones? Yeah, no, I, I like you said, his preseason tape, um, there, there was some potential there, right? Um but it all depends on how he correlates year one to year two, Joe. Um, you know, that offensive line, you got to be mentally tough. Uh, you got to be physical. And uh, we'll, we'll see where well, how, where he is developmental-wise in, in training camp. You know, a lot of these guys, training camp is the job interview. And every day you're at training camp, whether it's Oxnard or at the Star, you're being interviewed. So, um, we'll see how he carries himself, how he handles himself, and what happens when those lights turn on in the preseason games. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm low key rooting for Braylon Jones. I think that he, there's something there with him. I, I think he's just a really well built guy. He's kind of thick, kind of, um, kind of like a, a bowling ball just type of guy, you know. So he plays with power, can play the run really good. Uh, these last three guys, Mike Aviante Collins, Amon Simon, and James Empey, to me. You know, uh, super long shots, you know, for me, more, more camp body type of players. But, uh, you know, that, that, there's nothing wrong with that, right? you you got to have depth and you got to bring guys over into your practice squad. You know, the Cowboys did their homework with these last three. But uh, of these three here, Aviante and Amon and James, do any of these three, you know, do anything for you? Do you, do you, do you like any more than the other ones? I'm going to be honest, Joe. I don't I don't know much about the last three. Um, but who knows? I might know them when we're making 53 man cuts. Who knows? That's what it's all about, bro. That's what it's all about. Right. Uh, I'm the same. I've only watched a little bit here and there. just read some, some scouting reports on these guys and, you know, undrafted for a reason, you know, they, they have some, some strengths, some, but more net, more negatives than not. So long shots, like I said, players that you can mold, you know, and, and, and maybe you get, uh, you know, a diamond in, in the rough, right? You know, maybe you get another Terrence Steele somewhere out of these things, you know. Um, I never really wanted to discard a player and just say, oh, no shot at all, right? Um, because sometimes the guys that you think are no shot, you know, could actually become something. So, you know, Cowboys do a really good job with the offensive line, um, especially. I think that's their bread and butter, Mike. So uh, these are the names to get, to get familiar with, guys. Especially the you know we're looking at this right column here, uh, Alec Braylon Aviante Amon and, and James Empey, you know keep an eye on these guys as as we go through the practices and the preseason. You know these guys could uh, could surprise you know and, and we definitely need the depth right Mike. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, we, we've seen the the carousel the Dallas Cowboys gave us last year with this offensive line. Uh, Connor McGovern did, just didn't cut it on the left side. Uh, Terrence Steele didn't cut it on the left side. So hopefully we can get some depth for that left side. You know, we know how um, dependable Zach Martin is, but he's getting older in age too. So uh, Cowboys got to protect themselves in all areas. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing that, that I that I do like about this year's offensive line, you have a lot of young guys playing for something, playing for you know potential second contracts with the Cowboys. Like Terrence Steele, you know, we're already, you know, we're already on, uh, you know, at the end of his rookie contract just about. So, you know, you got to start thinking about, you know, this guy's a guy that's going to need to get money too, right? Uh, Tyler Biadish, this is a super big year for him. He's going to want to ball out, all right? Connor McGovern, he's going to want to ball out as well and, you know, see if he can sneak in here as a a swing guy or a backup and, you know, get re-signed on a short-term deal. So there's a lot of uh, to be played here for these guys, you know, as far as, like, trying to earn that second contract, Mike. Yeah, I will say this. These guys better get some reps in at fullback, too. Because you have to be able to play fullback, Kellen Moore offense. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. You know, Connor McGovern played that that fullback position. You know, we do have fullbacks on this roster, and we'll talk about you know the running back fullback position here as we get to that position group. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good competition on that offensive line. It's more about you know who takes advantage of the snaps, right? You're going to get vet days for, for Zach Martin. You're going to get vet days plus for Tyron Smith. So you're going to have guys, opportunities to shine. Like, hey, man, this guy came in here and blocked really well, you know, with with Zach being out. You know, uh, that's the kind of thing I want to hear. You know what I mean? And, and I know we're not talking about this position group, but a lot of these guys is going to have really good competition. You know, Tank Lawrence and – Osa Dregizu and Quentin Bohanna and and Carlos Watkins. I think he came back this year. And Terrell Basham and and Dante Fowler. So they're going to get a lot of looks um, in practice to be able to make an impact. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see these guys go against uh, some of the I think is going to be a really good defensive line. Um, Sam Williams too. So I think these guys are going to be able to go up. With what I think is going to be a really good defensive line. Hell, even yeah. Mike Parsons too. So, animals, dogs. Um, yeah, it's 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 iron sharpening iron. It really is because it's you got a lot of dogs on that defense. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the best out of these offensive line because they don't want to get shown up. They don't want to get embarrassed. So you know they're gonna bring it. They're gonna bring it. And if they don't, and if they don't, you know, they'll bring in somebody else that can. So that's that's what camp is all about. Um, I'm I'm really excited about. This offensive line, um, especially these young guys who have the opportunity to to really make an imprint on the future of this Cowboys offensive line. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, you you talked about uh, Tyron Smith, the rumor, to, uh, you know, the trade rumors. For me, I, I don't I don't think it'll happen. If it, and if it does, the Cowboys they just they're not good at getting value. They'll you know fumble I mean? the value. They'll, they'll they'll fold like a cheap suit. So. You know, I, I do expect maybe those rumors will rear their, their head again. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it does come up, especially maybe with, with camp cuts and this sort of thing. Like, what could you get for him? You know, some some say a third on the high. Cowboys probably get a fifth. 
Maybe a six. You know what I mean? That, that's just what the Cowboys do. They yeah. they don't fight for value. <laughs> they give away people, man. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but, Mike, great talk. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat box. We appreciate everybody here uh, in the chat box. Ryan Doyle, Stephen White, um, you know, uh, Ron Dog, Gilla House, um, a whole bunch of guys in here, man. We do appreciate you guys showing up here. Common Sense Cowboy fan in the house. Appreciate you. Marlon Group, longtime supporter. Craig English, good to see you. Michael Beers in the house. Tavis, as modious as usual. Uh, great, great combination here, guys. But that's all we have tonight here for you. Taking a preview of the offensive line. Check back in uh, two weeks for our next video. You know, we're going every other week here in the offseason. So Frisco Report will be back the week after the next, and we'll cover another position group, Mike. But uh, Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah, I'm going to tell a quick story that I'll let you know where you can find me. So I was on a live stream, and I was it was with some Eagle fans. And they told me, they said, Cowboys Corner, who do you have that the Eagles don't have that's better? And they were talking about the defense side of the ball. I said, I'm, ready. I'm about to blow your mind, right? I, I could have I said Michael Parsons. I could have said Tank Lords. You know what I said? I said Dan Quinn, and they didn't say anything else. So big shout out to my guy Dan Quinn. But Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. And if you got an argument with the Eagle fan and they ask you that question, pull out that Dan Quinn card. They won't expect it. <laughs> well said, bro. Well said. Yeah, Dan Quinn is the weapon X for this team. And uh, I, I think the strength of the team is going to be the defense, you know, and that's going to be fun when we break down those positional groups because you got a lot of really good players there. But that's all we have tonight, guys. Make sure you guys pound that like button on your way out. It helps your channel immensely. Follow my boy Mike, Cowboys Corner, and we'll see you for the next one, guys. Peace. On one side.